Alrighty, welcome to another episode of Let's Discuss. This week we've got Andy back with us since he was on spring break last week and we had Austin substituting. But he's done with the spring break, so he's back to join us. And today's discussion, we're going to talk about a show that we actually found, well, it really trips my trigger, essentially, when it comes to, like, a live-action show. It's basically one of Fox's more recent live-action TV shows, Terra Nova. Uh, Probably the most interesting and easy way to describe, like, the feel for Terra Nova, and anybody who's ever talked to me about this show knows this is exactly how I feel, that I feel like it's a combination of James Cameron. James Cameron's Avatar movie and Jurassic Park because it's, you got kind of this futuristic world to start off in and then you go into like this prehistoric very what's a good word for it well it's, it's a prehistoric world and whatnot henceforth the dinosaurs and everything but still got all these futury people way 85 million years back in the past and everything but the story itself actually follows the Shannon family. They live in the well. The series starts off. They living in the future, and the world's essentially kind of going to crap and everything. So, like the air quality of the Earth is being very, very uh, poorly lately, and it's only getting worse. And at some point, scientists discover a rip in the space-time continuum, you know, that kind of sci-fi bit and everything. So they start these uh, different pilgrimages and, pilgrimages and stuff, and in which case they send various groups of people back in time through this whirlpool, or, yeah, this rift or whatever. And then um, we find out about this, and we focus on the Shannon family and everything, where we get introduced to them, it is, we see uh, our kind of our main Shannon family member. His name's Jim. He's the father of three. And a big taboo in this point in time, because they're trying to preserve the, what usable air that they have at the time, is to put a limit on the number of children. So it's kind of like China got, like, everywhere. Like, their whole belief with that got thrown into the whole world there. But him and his wife wanted another kid so bad, they had a third kid, and then uh, people found out. Uh, Jim gets pissed off about it. They come to his house and stuff. They try and take their kid away and everything. Jim resists, and then he spends the next couple years in jail. So eventually, uh, the rest of the Shannon family gets chosen to go on the pilgrimage to go back in time to... uh, Terra Nova, which is basically the camp and new civilization that the different pilgrimages started it started um, in 85 million years in the past or so, and so Shannon act, or yeah Jim Shannon actually breaks out of jail and manages to sneak into the past with his family, and then they basically start life anew, and that's where the series essentially takes off from. Actually, his wife helped him get out of jail. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because yeah, she, she bribes the guard to see him, and then mm-hmm. while she's talking to him, she she slips him, uh, I think, a laser. If I remember right, a laser, and it cuts his uh, door so he can get out. Yeah, he finds a way out and everything and makes his way onto the platform that leads through the big fancy-schmancy sci-fi portal and everything. And Yeah, we get well on our way into the series. 
then, let's see, back when it started, it had like a two-hour premiere and everything. This is actually one of the few shows that I watched pretty much religiously, week after week after week, that they had new episodes and stuff. And then I was one of those guys when they did the deal there, it's like, okay, you know, in two weeks we'll have another episode. I'm like, God dang it, I want an episode now! Not yeah, they, that was drove me nuts when they did that. It was like, oh, well, we'll be back in two weeks. Yeah, I guess, but, like, you know, you kind of want to put out, out about one season a year, maybe, and the show is only, what, like, I think it's 11 episodes long or something like that, but... Yeah, they cover a, a lot. Yeah. They have a lot of time. Uh-huh. And it's, it's really a lot of fun and everything, because you get to actually see them um, interact with, like, the nature and everything, like, the... They've contracted viruses and stuff like that from said era and everything. And I think there's what an episode where like a meteor either came close to crashing or actually crashed down, and the whole colony of Terra Nova was in like a complete blackout and everything. Yeah, it so, like, it, cra- if- it crashed down. You remember there was that huge like rift that it cut open, you know, in the yeah. ground. Yeah. Yeah, that thing did hit the ground. Kaboom. Yeah. Oh, there's a couple other episodes that were pretty interesting. Let's see. I don't know. We can talk about that as we go through a few different things. Like, let's see. We've got the colonists, and the leader of the colony is da 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 Taylor. Yeah, Nathaniel Taylor. And another reason he's kind of another reason why I feel like this is a lot of Jurassic Park meets Avatar. Because the actor who plays Taylor in Terra Nova was the guy who played that freaking hard-ass general guy in Avatar. And he's kind of the same guy in this one. Like, he's still a complete and total badass. But he's more of an understanding, more of a, you know, less for the freaking army kind of thing in this one. He he eventually, well, in the beginning, he doesn't actually trust Jim and everything like that, because he notices, it's like, oh yeah, you weren't supposed to come through on this pilgrimage and everything, so, you know, I guess since you're here, we might as well make use of you, and he puts him on, like, agriculture stuff for a little while, and Jim's kind of actually offended like that. Back in his time, he was a cop, and he's like, you know, why don't you just give me a pen and a gun, and I'll, you know, do what, what I'm good at. But Taylor's like, eh, no, not yet. I'm not sure if I can trust you. So he just kind of makes him a little horticulture bitch for a while. But eventually Taylor kind of comes around, lets him be a cop, and actually basically becomes kind of like his chief of security more or less, ain't he? Yeah. Um, no, actually he becomes sheriff of the town, basically. Yeah, something along those lines. If you remember, he uh, the reason why Taylor begins to trust him is because... Um, oh God, who? What was it going on? He was, he saw something that didn't seem right. He was like following somebody that just seemed weird. They were acting weird. Wasn't it a sixer? Or yeah, it was a six. It was a sixer um, spot. Kind of it was a, yeah. He broke away mm-hmm. from like his uh, guards mm-hmm. as he's being escorted to their prison. He broke away, and Shannon noticed that this guy was walking through this the center, like the center square of the town, and he was acting real weird, like you know, twitchy and looking around. And Shannon kind of hit on that right away. He was like, "Oh, what's this guy up to?" 
and he started falling in him, and then that guy broke out into running, and Shannon freaking tackled his ass and got him. Yeah. So. I feel like I should know this. Like, there's one episode of Terra Nova that I actually own. Like, I bought it on iTunes or whatever, and that's the first episode, the Genesis pilot episode. Well, yeah, but and it's I... been forever and a day since we saw it. Yeah. I actually went back and watched it a, probably a couple weeks ago or whatever. I'm like, huh, you know, I bought that on iTunes, and I still haven't watched it. Because, like, my whole philosophy behind it was, you know, like, TV show episodes on iTunes are about 2 bucks a piece, one ninety nine, And it was the whole, like, two-hour pilot episode. So it's, like, an hour and 40 minutes. So essentially, like, a whole movie for 2 bucks. I'm like, the heck? of course I'm going to take advantage of that. Like, oh, why hell not? yeah. So I'm like, jackpot. And so it just sat on my iTunes library forever, not exactly getting watched. But the whole Sixer thing, the Sixers are, well, they were essentially a group of pilgrims just like every other group that comes to Terra Nova and stuff. But in the beginning of the show, we're told that they were on the sixth pilgrimage, hence the name Sixers, and they kind of ended up breaking away um, from the main colony and everything. Something about different ideal views or something, if I remember right. I'm not no, um, positive. They hate Taylor, I know that much. No, the Sixers are... We'll see this later on in the series. The Sixers are actually um, people who weren't supposed to be on one of the, pilgrimage, one of the pilgrimages, and they were sent there by um, a corporate group that wanted to mine the resources oh, of right. of the new of that world of Terra Nova. Terra Nova is actually the place where everybody lives. It's not the world itself. I can't remember what it's called, but um, they wanted to mine all the resources out and bring them back to the dying to Earth that's dying and make a bunch of money. So the Sixers, that's what their plan is. That's their goal. And their leader, Mira, she they use her daughter who was back in the past. And she they use her as uh pretty much blackmailing. Lev- yeah, leverage. Yeah, leverage, for it. yeah, leverage to keep Mira after this. Because, I mean she's already in this new world. They could just cut ties and be good, but almost everybody there has they they have leverage on so that they want to come back to the past. So that's the that's the whole thing. Terra Nova is all about staying there and rebuilding the you know the human population on a different planet, and the Sixers are all about destroying the planet. You know, that's the whole ideology difference there. And we'll see uh, Taylor's son as a huge instigator of the Sixers. Oh man, Lucas but, is such a douchebag. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll see that later. That's something we'll get to because we have to. We'll get the backlog first, and then we'll get to him because he's more advanced plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the beginning, though, when they talk about Lucas or whatever, they basically well, he's Taylor's son, like we said, and Taylor hadn't seen him in a long time. But like, I think we knew he was still alive, essentially. Yeah, like, we knew he we knew he was alive because um, Mira touched base on it or something at some point, didn't she? Like hinting that Taylor's son was still alive, I think. No, it wasn't Mira. It was. Uh, God, was, was it that bartender or whatever that had kind of a thing? 
going on with the Sixers? No, one sec. Okay. Sky. Oh, Sky. Yeah, right. The because girl. Because Sky takes Shannon's son out into the the wilderness, you know, where they're not supposed to go because there's dinosaurs. She takes him and a few of her friends, and they go to this distillery they've set up outside of the camp to make booze. And, <laughs> Prehistoric uh, booze. <laughs> yeah, they're enjoying themselves, and anyhow, they go down this river and have fun. Well, uh, Shannon's son sees these like markings, these golden markings, mathematical markings and stuff. They kind of look like uh, astral maps and advanced mathematics, and they're in gold, and they're written on all of these rocks along the river. And Sky's really uncertain. Like, she doesn't want to say anything too much about it. But Shannon's son's real inquisitive about it. He wants to know what's... Uh, oh, Josh. That's, yeah. Josh wants... That's Shannon's son. Wants to yep. know about these markings. So Sky says, well... They're... You know, basically we learn that they're by Taylor's son. Mm-hmm. As a way to kind of mock his dad. Saying, hey, I'm still out here. You know? Yeah. Taylor and his son don't exactly see eye to eye on things. No, they <laughs> they want to... The, the, the deal between them is... Lucas Taylor... basically thinks that his father basically let his mom die and whatnot. Like, didn't do jack squat really to save her or anything. And it kind of became, it's one of those, like, it was out of my hands or whatever, but the kid still is going to resent his father for it. It's like, why didn't you do what you could kind of thing. So. Yeah, his, his, it's kind of hard to understand, too, because we see Taylor as this unstoppable force throughout this show. So the idea that he let his, like, he thinks of everybody at Terra Norba like his family. It's, re, it's ridiculous. So when we hear that... He, you know, he let his wife die. It's just like, what? You know, how can this be? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But in truth, a bad situation. Um, they were in a war zone. And basically, he had the choice of either let his wife die and save his son or lose them both. And his wife was like, you know, save our son Get, take care of him. Get get out of here, and she's she's murdered. Well, it's like a public execution, basically. Her and a bunch of other people, and Taylor and his son get away. And yeah, Lucas will refer to this all the freaking time. And let's just say he is about the most evil kind of person you'll meet. He reminds me of Joker in the way that. He plays with people's emotions. It's ridiculous. He does, really. There's a decent scene, really decent scene, when it comes to the finale of the show where he gets really up inside Taylor's head and everything, and it, it gets pretty intense there at points and everything. But Yeah, he's, he's like, you know, it's a, the lovey scene, like, I forget, you know, I never was mad at you, son. It was... It, it wasn't your fault. It never was your fault. <laughs> and and we see Lucas just like crying, and you know it's like, oh, they finally made up. It's great and good. Okay, 
big spoiler alert. If you don't want to hear any more of this, stop now. <laughs> or fast forward for a couple minutes. So they embrace in a loving hug, and Lucas stabs him love. right in the ki- kidney shot. Knife, stab. Really father-son love right there. Yeah, and I mean, Taylor had a gun on him. He could have easily taken out Lucas, but he didn't want to kill his own son. Oh, definitely. Doesn't Taylor just kind of whip around and like end up stabbing him back or whatever after that point? And basically leaves the guy for dead or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Lucas stabs him, and... Lucas runs away and yeah. gets back, and it ends up being that Sky ends up shooting Lucas, which is hilarious. But he actually lives, or well, we're led to believe the so. idea. Yeah, like it's kind of one of those, um, you know, he's lying there on the ground, like he's probably he looks like he's going to die, but, but then they come back and he's gone. Yeah, and there's just like a little splatter of blood on the grass or whatever, something like that, and. Yeah, we're just led to believe it's like, huh. Yep, he's still alive. Crap. Yep. It's quite a thing. Yeah. But, you know, it's... Other than, like, the whole Sixers and everything and the Taylor Sun deal, the story's fairly, like, kind of one episode at a time, fairly standard show, because, like, you know, a lot of, it's kind of the whole, okay, episode starts, you know, la-da-da-da-da, okay, we got a problem, yada-yada-yada, kinda, sorta, we gotta fix it, or whatever. One issue at one point was a, there was some sort of virus, it wasn't, like, a memory deal, like, it was, it was a regressor, a regressor of some sort, like, it would take your mind and regress it back to, like, a different age in your life, like, um, it, it would it would steadily knock you down like you know one second you're 35 the next you know like a couple hours from then you're you know 28 you know it, we see a jump because Shannon gets there and his um, wife comes with him to help and she goes from those two married they've been married for like 20 years I think I, I can't remember exact a good amount exact. of time to produce a sick uh, yeah, probably about 20, actually, with how old Josh presumably is. Yeah. She goes from those two married to her as a col- young college student when she was dating the head science guy who's there, too, and he's loving it. His name's and- Malcolm because he actually Malcolm, retreats, yeah. the, uh, gets the disease as well, and he happens to regress back to the time when he actually had hots for Shannon's wife. Oh, no, 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 no. He still has hots for Shannon's wife. Well, yeah, but, like, you know, you go back to that point where it's a little stronger and you don't have that sense of, like, oh, yeah, she's married. I shouldn't try to get with that. But now he's, like, back in his college days in medical school or whatever. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get with that. And the entire time, Shannon, (laughs) who this thing's not affecting and who has no clue how and how to fix this shit, he's watching this and he's just like, Oh, hell, you touch my wife again, I'll kill you, boy. Yeah, you're not happy. And the weirdest thing, another little mini spoiler here, is that the cure for this sucker was just the common cold. Like, how is that ever a cure for anything? That was just weird. Was No, it wasn't the common cold. Wasn't it the thing he ate? I think that, like, helped... Uh... 
kind of retard the disease a little bit, but I don't think it helped entirely. Because Shannon had the cold, and his and uh, Zoe, his daughter, had the cold. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, the best. Oh, we we skipped over the best part. Taylor comes and gets it. And gets oh my god! Regression, mm-hmm. and he goes back to his war days, and mm. he goes fucking. He goes like, freaking commando on everybody. Oh, like he's in the middle like, of. Yeah, we're talking like stealth commando, like you like Schwarzenegger on this crap, man. Oh hell, even he's like he's like a mixture between like fucking ninja and Schwarzenegger. It's just like <laughs> one second, I he's there, beats the fuck out of Shannon and has a knife to his throat, like, Wah! and the next second, he, and he's talking about his dead wife, and the next second, poof, he's gone. It's like, whoa, holy shit, almost died. Yeah, I mean. Sh- Taylor's probably one of the last people, like, in his war days that I would want to run into. He's one scary some bitch. Yeah, it's definitely not a guy to fuck with. Oh, most definitely not. Yeah. That was a good, that was a very interesting episode. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, that one had a nice little, like, the freaking common cold. That's an interesting twist right there. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like I guess how, how is that ever going to be relevant for a cure? <laughs> I mean, only in prehistoric times, I guess. Nowadays, it's just an inconvenience, and everyone hates it. Yeah. I mean, shoot, like me, I've had kind of a cold off and on for the past week or so. Like, I'm pretty well past it and everything, but... God, it's just annoying. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Other th- fun episodes. Well, there's some good fun things. Okay, there's a lot of great episodes. Yeah... But even though there are only 11 of them, like, they're each an hour long. Like, that's pretty close to, like, 20-some episodes, really. And, yeah, depends if you break up. Like, I know the first episode was just one episode, I'm pretty sure. And then the uh, last one, actually, I think they unofficially broke it into two parts or whatever, but it was, like, a two-hour finale thing. I was so glad I got to watch that. (laughs) Yeah, that... that it took me a while to get around to it. It mm-hmm. took me until, like, December just because I had so much shit going on. I had the wedding and everything, and, yeah, that was a great episode. It was just, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for about probably three, three weeks to a month before the final episode aired, like, there was probably still one more episode between the finale and where, and, yeah, between then and the finale. And, like, they just kept pitching this whole thing. Like, with the advertising was really well done for it. Like, you see all these soldiers coming from the future and stuff, and it's the whole, you know, control the past, you control the future thing. Which kind of really started to make me wondering. It's like, uh, okay. Wait, you start doing all this stuff in the past, you know, don't you get that whole butterfly effect thing? But, like, I actually, well, Andy actually explained it to me that it's kind of the dual parallel dimension kind of thing. Where, you know, you go back in time, and that in itself is another dimension yeah. and timeline in, in its entirety and everything, which made a lot of sense. I actually went back and uh, rewatched the first episode, and when I did that, they actually kind of touch base on that a little bit and kind of inform that and everything. Yeah, we also see that um, big spoiler alert, big giant spoiler alert, turn if you don't want to hear this, but we see at the end of the show that this they were looking for this rare metal and that's what we thought they were transporting in this 
super secret crate that they had. Most of them were this metal, but this one special crate, they opened it up to see what was so special that they had, that the these military guys and the Sixers had gone for out in the desert. Come to find out, it's uh, a the boat, head, ain't it? Like, it's the headpiece, the you know, like the woman on front of a ship of a wooden yeah. ship. Yeah, it was that piece, just cracked and you know eroded for, from time, which begs the question: How what else been? has come, been back there, really? Like, yeah, it it leads a lot to question. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you could say. Um, my first thought was, this is in the past. This is in the past. This is the future after the Earth has gone through a cataclysm and completely changed. And what is a desert there at that point was actually an ocean at one time. And uh, that ocean had dried up and turned into a desert. And that's, you know, of course, you know, a ship sank, sunk to the bottom and sat there at the bottom well if you know anything about oceans at the bottom of an ocean things don't deteriorate because there's no oxygen so um, it doesn't allow for the decomposition of things so that could be perfectly preserved for ever in a day and then in the desert you know it'd be preserved from the dry you know it's probably under the dirt or something but uh that's my th- that's my main thought. That's what I'm thinking. It also leads to the question of it could be like a weird temp- uh, temporal gate, you know, kind of like a stargate kind of thing, except without the rings, mm-hmm. you know, that's, like a- that's actually kind of where my thoughts on the perspective go. Really, like a hole, uh, like a hole in dimensions. Basically, yeah, like you know, they found this first riff in the future. Essentially, I mean, who's to say? Like, nobody really ever stumbled on it before and everything. Like, even in, like, say, our particular time, like, 2012 or whatever, somebody could just be out in, like, um, just out at sea, and all of a sudden you have this ridiculous anomaly that happens. Uh, And, you know... The Bermuda Triangle. That was exactly where I was going to go with this. It's like, you know, you got all this weird stuff that happens, and it's unexplainable. Stuff just disappears. Oh my god, if they do the Bermuda Triangle, I'm going to beat them. Oh, come on, it's it's a fairly legit idea. Now that I'm thinking about it, that sounds so reasonable for them to do that, because think about it, a ship's, that ship's piece, Mm -hmm. somebody sails through it, boom, in the desert. Yep, and they wouldn't have even had to have gotten at the same time that, like, the Terra Nova crew is there. Like, that could have still been several thousand million years beforehand, and... Like, they could have just been kind of screwed. Like you said, it could have been, a, like, a body of water at one point in time. Well, you know what I was thinking about that, too? Hmm. In a big cataclysm like that, hmm. it's, you know, there's usually a lot of lava. It could reform the everything. Hmm. It'd probably been destroyed. That's more... It's more likely that it's the whole uh, Bermuda Triangle kind of thing. Because a producer would rather use that, or a writer, because then they get a double advantage, because then it attaches the story back to Earth, back to Earth, and back to a common mythology, you know, mm-hmm. in our in our reality itself, you know, 
everybody believe a lot of people believe in the Bermuda Triangle. Even I'm kind of wonky about it. I believe that there's some kind of magnetic disturbance there. There's you know, there must be something there. I mean, you know, it's just way too many coincidences. Yeah. Like, time after time after time, unexplainable things just happening. Ships stop working, ships disappear, planes disappear, anything. Just Dude, poof. That's why I've always liked the mag- magnetic uh, problems. Mm-hmm. Because that makes complete sense, because a magnetic disturbance in an area can cause a lot of shit to go wrong. Electronics? Totally fucked up. Science! And, you know, your instruments just go just go wonky and we see magnetic disturbances all the time what a lot of people don't know is there's actually uh, pole pole shifts the earth actually goes through pole shifts every so often where north and south get switched around how often does that happen um it's fairly long I think it's like on the hundred thousand year basis so not within our lifetime no um (laughs) in geology they actually use it a lot because in the layers of soil you can see those switches in the like you know the polar switches Mm -hmm. and they use that for dating methods uh, yeah it's definitely quite an interesting thing i mean that that makes more sense i i see that as a better plot point well, think about it. With the portal destroyed... Oh, yeah. Because they didn't destroy just the portal on their end, the exit, which, you know, beforehand, when you exit, you went through that portal yep. in 2012 and went through, you came out in random spots. The portal was just so you could come out in one spot. Mm-hmm. But no, when they went back through, they destroyed the whole facility behind it. What was that yeah. facility called? Oh, dude, I don't know. <laughs> hmm. That's weird. But it was a nice big warehouse, and there was a lovely present present left there for huh. the big shots in the future. And uh, let's just car- say, uh, what was it? A car- it was a Carnotaurus. Carnotaurus, yeah. It has big teeth, and... It's like a mini T-Rex. I think them suckers are probably bigger. <laughs> Oh. Uh, no, they're they're uh, they're bigger than a raptor, but they're small. Uh, they're bigger they're than pretty good sized uh, carnivores. There. Yeah, we got to be careful. But what if they was... sent? Oh. oh, sorry. No. Yeah. Spoiler a little bit, but the one that they sent back to the future was kind of uh, tiny. Eh, I guess. Let's see here. Let's look at a little specs here on the little carnivores. Let's see. Estimated size. You know. They're about nine feet tall by about twenty-seven feet See, long. I mean, that's not that's that pretty decent size, but it's you got to be careful what you say big. anymore because everybody thinks of the Jurassic Park standard of uh, the Velociraptors, mm-hmm. and those raptors are actually now we know that those Velociraptors were like tiny. They were way smaller, mm-hmm. and they were covered in feathers. Yeah, kind of just vary, varying on where you ended up in the time period, really. I mean, like, yeah. it's slight variations of genetics and everything. I mean, for the love of crap, they compare them to birds all the time, like yeah. ancestral birds, especially. But, but a T-Rex is huge, man. I mean, it's they're nowhere near a T-Rex's size. Let's use the mighty internet to it's find out. It's 42 feet tall. Huh. 
42 feet. That, that, that's a pretty good-sized dinosaur right there. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I knew that they were... A T-Rex, I knew a T-Rex was way bigger. Yeah, it would, they would be best on par because the Jurassic Park raptors were about... Oh... Five, five, six feet. Yeah, right about normal human size, at least height-wise. Yeah. Lengthwise, they probably... So, a little bit taller than that, but with more mus- with a muscular build of a T-Rex. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a good comparison. Uh, if anybody's ever seen the uh, 3D animated movie Dinosaur, the big kind of T-Rexy dinosaur, that's a Carnotaurus. It's big, scary, pointy teeth. Dinosaurs? That's a... Well, he's supposed to be a T-Rex. No, oh, that's a Carnotaur, though. They, they actually mentioned that in the movie really? and stuff. Yeah, they call them Carnotaurs. I thought he was a T-Rex. The orange one? Yeah. The one really? that yeah, traveled in the pack of two and everything. Yeah, they're Carnotaurs. Package. Are we talking about the same movie here? I don't know. Which one are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about a different one. Okay. I'm thinking, like, you know, kind of your 3D CG animated movie dinosaur. Oh! Oh yeah, the the new one. It's um newish, but yeah, it was yeah, kind of the yeah. herbivore one that uh got yeah, raised I by remember that one by the lemurs or whatever. Yeah, those things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know which one you're talking. Yeah, exactly those. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're like a so basically they're like a mix between a raptor and a T-Rex, except with really tiny little arms and about the intelligence of a T-Rex. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Definitely very interesting. But yeah, they get it gets one gets left behind and eats like all these head like the head of those corporations. They're all there watching this and it just goes nom 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 on all of them and then chases Shannon out the portal before mm-hmm. everything blows up. Yeah. Very nice finale though for that. Um I just had a thought. The dinosaurs themselves, uh you know, they they're not as fully played on as, like, you kind of would think they would be. You figure kind of living in a dinosaur-esque time, they would be, like, half of the frickin' episode or something like that. But they're they're very downplayed, actually, and it works very well, I think. Like, I mean, when you see them, it's usually in a conflict, but you also get kind of those kind of ooh and ah dinosaur moments. Like, you got when, like, in the beginning of the first Jurassic Park movie where everyone's just shocked. It's like, wow. Yeah, well, and also they make, like, at first they make them out to be, like, so super dangerous because, well, the kid, you remember the kids go out and then, uh... They, they run into slashers or whatever yeah. those are based off of. Those suckers are dangerous. Holy yeah. cow. It's just weird how it goes from, like, they're running around having these military battles out in the woods and mm-hmm. no worries about dinosaurs, and then the next second it's like the dinosaurs are just ripping everything apart. Yeah, like, that is kind of interesting because you'd think in some of like the more heavily wooded areas, like you think you'd run into maybe something really and everything. Yeah. I mean, you're not gonna run into Carnotauruses out you know, like in place that have probably six feet in between each tree at very most. Yeah. Um, as far as like CG goes and stuff, a lot of the environmental shots and shooting there is beautiful. The dinosaurs, they're not on par with, like, like Jurassic Park set the frickin' standard for, like, life-size dinosaur movies. 
and they are not quite exactly up to snuff there. Like, they're better than sci-fi's crappy CG dinosaurs. I will give them that. But um, it's just they don't a, have the realis- realistic textures of the Jurassic Park. No, it's because these were all CG. Like at least when uh, they did Jurassic Park and stuff, they did full scale. Yeah. Like actual constructing of dinosaurs and everything, so you get them even more realistic looking. But, but I mean, they're 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 it's good enough that it's not so noticeable. When it's not distracting like you like when I went to see the Green Lantern movie and the special effects in that like. Oy, that was very distracting the first time I saw it. I had to watch it again to actually appreciate the movie and, you know, kind of overlook the special effects portion of that. Yeah. But yeah, they're not bad for completely CGI-created dinosaurs and everything. And for just a live-action show on Fox, it's not bad. Yeah, it definitely, it's a great, it's a good series. I mean, it's, uh... It's a good parallel to Eureka. I really like Eureka, and it's a kind of a you know that's kind of a weird thought. Both Eureka and Terra Nova both are centered off of the police officer. Hmm. Can you elaborate a little on Eureka? Like I'm not too familiar with it either, personally. Um, Eureka is a show done by Sci-Fi. It was uh, a show about a police officer who basically ends up in this small town, but this small town is hidden from the rest of the world. It's a town of super geniuses that are that build insane projects. It's in, it's just madness. Like they've just almost destroyed the world a couple times in the series. Um, they're actually not in their original reality. They actually jumped into a different reality uh, they changed the past yeah it's crazy it, it's not a show I can explain huh. in one setting like I, I don't think we could even do it for a, an episode because it's so long that you'd have to catch up with it Ugh. yeah it's if you're gonna watch that I recommend that you just go out and buy the DVD boxes because it'll take you forever otherwise is it like an hour-long show, or... Yeah. Uh, hour and there's like... Oh God, I don't know how many series. It's, it's There's three long. seasons on Netflix currently. Yeah, I'm looking up right now. Uh, I guess this doesn't look too bad. Like, okay, first season's about oh, yeah. 12 episodes, second, 13, and then the third season about 18 or so. I think you, I think you would like it. Yeah, it has four and a half seasons... Total? Yeah. Huh. Maybe that's why the uh, third one listed here on Netflix has like 18 episodes as opposed to like your usual kind of 12, 13 episode bit. That might be something. I don't, I'm not positive. Yeah, here. right now there are 64 episodes. Hmm. It's, it's, it's just hard to explain because there's so much that goes on. Like, there's so many subplots and other things going on, you know. Yeah, I, definitely something that peop, you would enjoy. Yeah, I don't know. That might be something to look into for myself. I've been looking for a new uh, series to look for. I just finished one that was recommended to me, and yeah, I need to look for something new to watch. 
Yeah, this you would really enjoy it. Like, I should go back and rewatch the first season. It gets kind of too much for in some of it. You know, it gets too complicated, too much backstory and everything. That's where a lot of play- shows go wrong. They get too much backstory going on. Well, yeah, when you do that, like if it's done really well, then it is awesome. But yeah, you get so I, much backstory I, and you don't utilize all of it. Like, all the good little nicks and plot dealies that you could run with, and then you just start screwing up continuity, and bleh. This, this series, though, very good, and it does have that continuity. It's just there's so much. Like, it's hard to get... You constantly are thinking about the other reality, but they've changed realities. Things have shifted. It's just... It's crazy, because... It goes from one reality into another reality. One one of the scientists uh, loses the love of his life, so he creates this machine so that he can get a reality with her in it, and they're married. And the sheriff's married to the head of Global Dynamics, which is the like the research facility that's there, and. Those two get, are married. They're happy. They have a child and everything. It's great. He already has an older daughter and she has a son, but they have a little girl together, if I remember right. They're together. We're on the topic of Eureka right now, right? Yeah, Eureka. Okay. Because I'm thinking this sounds nothing like Terra Nova right now. Like I'm yeah. just like uh. So Eureka. Lost. So Eureka goes then from they realize that that's a problem. Because the sheriff has kind of those memories coming back. So then he has to fix it because the the world's being destroyed because of this this shift. You know, it's not supposed to be, so it's being destroyed. So then they fix it, and then they go back to their original reality. But then later on, they run into another machine made by this scientist from way back when. And he comes to the present... He gets, like, teleported to the present from, like, the 40s during the World War. And uh, then they end up having... They end up getting sent back to the 40s. And they go through this whole hullabaloo to fix things. Then they go sent back to their reality. But the whole butterfly effect, they've changed the past, so it changes the future. So now Fargo, like, the... Who used to be, like, the assistant guy is now the head of Google Dynamics and um, uh, Carter's wife the the cop's name is Carter his wife is now not the head of Global Dynamics she's the head of the medical research he's still the uh, sheriff it's just so many things get so convoluted and twisted and the the original guy who sent them into a different reality to live with the woman he loved, he ends up in this reality with the woman he loves. It's it's, it's convoluted as all get out and go. But yeah, very good. But why are we talking Eureka? This is supposed to be about Terra Nova. Andy, I learned something horrible. What? While you were rambling, I was doing searches. Why is it always rambling on me? I don't know. You like getting off topic. But hey, back to the back to the topic. Um, 
As of March 6, 2012, Spielberg drama Terra Nova is canceled by Fox. Crap. Hey, fish. This oh. is this is Firefly all over again. Yeah, I always heard good things about Firefly. Yeah, great thing. great series. If you ever watch Big Bang, they make an allusion to this about how retarded it is that they that they stopped it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Firefly, great series, canceled. Mm-hmm. Terra Nova, great series, canceled. Yeah, I guess like they're hoping is that it gets picked up by another thing to do that that's really depressing actually like i've been kind of really really waiting for something on that subject i didn't know that that's a bummer and i guess this was still fairly recent this march 6th here so but that's bummer i want to know things there are things i want to know you know what they should do they should do a movie because you know what happened firefly they didn't finish the end they didn't finish it, the series, they so they made a movie to finish it. Huh. So Terra Nova, they didn't finish the series, so they should make a movie to finish the series. Yes. yes it's kind of cop-outy, but... But at least there's an end to it. Like, there's a conclusion, because when you leave a series open, it drives people like crazy. Like, oh the whole... God, yes. Like, the whole Inuasha deal... I still haven't finished that series. I need to watch the final act of that at some point here. Yeah. Finally, they finished that. That had fangirls and mainly fangirls just, like, up in arms. Yeah. The only issue I have with that series is that goes really a whole lot of nowhere for a really long time. We gotta kill Naraku. We killed him. He came back. We gotta kill Naraku. We killed him. He came back. We gotta kill Naraku. We killed him. He came back. That's just freaking annoying. Like in the second Inuyasha movie or whatever, I was... Well, granted, it's a movie. No way in hell they kill Naraku off in the movie. But like, within the first ten minutes, they basically kill the guy off. And it's like, oh, you know, we killed him. Yay! But he comes back at the end of the movie. It's all a part of his big stupid plan. Yeah. It's a whole... Voldemort, Voldemort, oh, Voldy, 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 Voldemort. Yeah, and there's the whole good shows getting canceled thing is so dumb. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I guess it, like, Terra Nova got kind of average ratings and stuff, but there's, it's kind of one of those shows I think there's a fan base for, and the fan base that it's aimed for really likes it, and those who it, you know, isn't really for, I don't imagine. She's really liking that. Well, you know what the problem is? Everybody watch who wants to watch it mm-hmm. is watching it online. Also probably true. Like, I don't know. Because most of it would be, like, kids our age and stuff like that, and maybe some high school-ish, maybe some sci-fi junkie adults and stuff like that. But oh, yeah, well, again, it's just like Firefly. It's the same group of people that that watch these shows, and they're... They've cut it again. You know what's another one? Hmm. Uh, Sad AM Sonic? No, I was thinking undergrads. A little bit different, different, uh, target, but still, look at that. Yeah, that only made one season of like 10, 13 episodes, something like that. Another one that really kind of pissed me off, uh, 
like I just said, Sad AM Sonic, the old original Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog series. That one was dark, it was gritty, but it was still fun and kid-friendly and everything, and had a very, quote-unquote, subtle environmentalist message hidden in there and everything. But, like, here's a little spoiler on that. Uh, the very end of it, you know, everything's good, they beat Robotnik and everything, don't have to worry about that anymore. And then at the very, very end of the ep- the final episode, you get Snively, who is essentially Robotnik's bitch throughout the whole thing. He like is all decked out in like a really evil looking cape and everything. He uh comes out of like the ground in like a capsule or a drill or something like that. I don't remember. But he walks out and behind him in the darkness of the tube you see these red eyes. And you kind of assume Metal Sonic is kind of what I was thinking. So it's kinda of like, oh my god, this would be amazing. I can't wait to see how this goes. Cancel. Done. Yeah, that's I remember that. That was a good series. Mm-hmm. But again, we're off. See, you, you'd say I'm getting off topic. You well, figure if you do it, I reserve the right to do it as well. You do it before me. Fine. Uh, yeah, I guess. Such is life of television. Unless it's like aimed for frickin' kids or is a super stupid awesome comedy. Or really drama-y thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't mean to be mean to it, but look at Friends. Friends was good. Friends yeah, lasted I, a long I, time. I like I, you know, I get my kicks out of Friends, but I mean, mm-hmm. look at it. It's basically the story, the life stories of. Well, the adult ones that are a lot easier to do are like are like Friends and like How I Met Your Mother and stuff like that, where you know you got people going through all these quote unquote real worldish problems and everything, and it was like, oh my god, I can totally relate to this. This show is about me. It's the whole idea, like, why do I want to watch TV about stuff that I can go do or that I've already done? It's like. Okay. Because some people look to those shows for insight and gain wisdom. It's like, huh, I shouldn't do that. Personally, personally, if I want to be entertained, I want to see something that's I can't do, that I can't, you know... That's why I'm a fantasy fan. I like to see stuff that isn't possible in our world. That's why you read books. Yeah, exactly. Well, look at Harry Potter. Why do people love Harry Potter? If it was about a kid who was going to... Uh, school? Would anybody care? Just school. Just normal school. I might. And it's about a, uh, let's say, um, I don't know. Okay, Hitler. Back well, I at watched Hitler. the shit out of that show. Yeah, that's not, no, that sounds like a good show. <laughs> a kid who fights Hitler and beats him. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. But while we're, before we you know, try to head back to you know the actual topic, is there anything else that we need to cover on that? Anything that we... You know, that kind of affect... When you said that it's been canceled, that effectively ended this podcast. Yeah. Like at, that, at that point in time, I just don't want to say any more on it. Oh... Uh. Let's discuss thy name is Buzz Killington, and I have just totally killed this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I had such hopes, like, 
is it was like, oh, well, we can introduce this great series to people who haven't had the pleasure of seeing it. And it's still a s- great series. They just can't expect closure after the finale because it leaves I, you on such a cliffhanger. I don't want people, like, I want them to see this, but at the same time, I don't want them to suffer the pain of it not ending. Let's get real, dude. We watch enough anime that leaves, leaves, uh, leaves on cliffhanger endings and that are never fulfilled. Elfin lied. We're used to this kind of brutal punishment. Every tench he ever created. Hey, hey. You can almost oh, say every well. anime. Universe, Tenchi Universe had reasonable closure. That had just everybody coming back kind of thing. But Yeah, but it, it, it doesn't end with, like... Tenchi being married and every, knowing everything about his life. It just one. wouldn't be that show if like if he ended up getting married. Hey, in GXP, that's not Tenchi. That's a friend of Tenchi's. Mm-hmm. He ends up getting married. Hmm. Like it. it I'm doesn't... intrigued. I may have to watch that. I believe that is on Netflix. It I goes might... from a. It goes from um, him marrying four the four main uh, girls in the cast. To end up marrying eight girls. Hmm. Yeah. I'll bet that. Yeah, that's a little bit weird, but yeah, that's a big spoiler. So, so far we've covered GXP, yep. Tenchi, yep. Inuasha, yep. uh, Eureka, Eureka, Firefly, Sonic, Sonic. Uh, Big Bang. Did we touch Big, Big Bang? Yeah, we did. I went over Big Bang when we mentioned uh, Firefly because they make an allusion to it in Big Bang. Oh, I must have been spacing out and or surfing the net at that point yeah. in time. Okay, Big Bang. Okay, and our original Terra Nova. Friends, Terra Nova. Yeah, we covered about ten different things. Yeah. Wow. We're good. Oh, yeah. I really pray to God that people that listen to this don't come to listen to this with the full intent of hearing just about our topic. I don't think it is in our human nature to stay fully on topic on things. Like, it just would be way too structured for us, and that's just not how we roll. Just how we roll. And you really want to listen to you. You don't want to hear something structured. You want to hear a conversation. Well, that's essentially what we do. <laughs> exactly. This was a conversation. We just let like, we let the conversation take us where it would, and try to steer it back every once in a while. Once in a while. It's usually a very abrupt steering back. But now we're off topic again, talking about being off topic. Okay, okay. For the sake of our reserved resources uh-huh. on space, let's See. call this to a close. Alrighty, outro coming at you. Alrighty, if you like our podcast, subscribe, comment, and rate us. If you have any suggestions for shows or topics that you would like to like us to discuss, please, 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 please send us an email at letsdiscussnh at gmail.com. Or actually right now, we just got us ourselves a Facebook page and a Twitter account. So, you know, send a, write, find us, like us, write on our wall, or tweet us at letsdiscussnh. Because, I mean... You know, we, we like to hear from people who listen to our stuff. We'd like to hear what you guys think we should be talking about and everything. That way, you know, when it comes Sunday, Monday, it's like, oh, hey, Andy, what, what do we want to talk about this week? Well, I don't know. What do you want to talk about this week? But I digress. This has been Let's Discuss Terra Nova. We'll see you next time.